Um, hey guys, and welcome back to episode 36, I think, of the group. And today I'm here on Skype with a very special set of guests, Pons, all the way from New York. Uh, please introduce yourselves. <laughs> what up? I'm Jack Parker, 33.3% of Pons. I'm Sam Cameron, 33.3% of Pons. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for doing this. Um, <laughs> um, I'm just going to start it out. Uh, how did the band originally start? Um, well, Sam and I have known each other for a very long time. Yeah, and we've kind of always, whether it's been music or woodworking or athletics, been working on things together. Collaborating in one shape or form. Yeah, meeting yeah. of the minds. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we've been playing together for 10 years now. Oh, wow. And pop been five years. So, you know, it's just kind of, it was just kind of a natural, natural progression from, from the bands we were in previously and stuff like that. Just kind of had a trim trim the fat and you know figure out what mm -hmm. what we wanted to do but wanted to do something a little more like a uh, experimental I guess mm -hmm. initially than what we were doing before so I guess that was the sort of first seed first seed of pawns did you guys start it out as a duo band and then progressed into the trio yeah we started out just the two of us and then three or four years ago, added Sebastian in doing extra percussion. Yeah, yeah, we did the the two-piece for a while, um, did a couple of small tours and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, in like 2019, I guess, is we added Sebastian into the band, started gigging with him pretty, pretty quickly. Well, that's awesome. Um, so when was your guys' like first show as Pawns? January 2019 yeah well it was like it was funny because like <clears throat> it's so weird because all we do now is play live and we like yeah never have any time to do anything else like record or anything like that but when we first were starting the band it was just sort of a recording project um and so we, we didn't like play any shows for the first like year of the band being a thing like we were just kind of writing and recording and because, yeah, I mean, I didn't know even how to play drums, really. Like, that was kind of the the impetus of, like, having to actually learn drums was us wanting to play live. And, like, I don't mm -hmm. play guitar, you know? <laughs> and it, 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 so it's, like, just kind of seemed like the only division yeah. of things that, that made sense. Mm -hmm. Well, that's awesome. Um, well, you guys are amazing live. Like, it's a crazy experience when you see you guys live. And I want to know, like, how it feels, like, when you guys are performing. Because, like, sometimes you look like you get, like, possessed by your own music. And it's, like, insane. But, like, how does it feel to play? It definitely can be um, total video game <laughs> mode sometimes. <laughs> of where the set will start and then it'll end and we'll be like oh like that was sick <laughs> what happened yeah it's it's like it kind of depends it, it can get really 
like I get, I'll dissociate super like hard a lot of times when we play. Um, especially if I'm kind of like fucked up or like at all, you know, then I'll just like dissociate super hard. And sometimes it's a little weird. Like I'll kind of dissociate like to an extreme extent when we play, and then afterwards it takes me like half an hour or so to sort of be able to like talk to people and like feel mm-hmm. like an actual like functional human again because I just feel like it like reverts yeah. my brain into this like primal like flight or fight yeah, you know it's like, a it's a good metaphor actually right before this interview we were watching that movie Speed oh with yeah. Keanu Reeves where mm-hmm. he's on the and it can't go below like 50 whatever miles per yeah, hour and, it, and it, if it does it explodes and everyone dies but yeah. that kind yeah. of feels like that where yeah. it's like true if it g- drops below the limit it's all gonna crash and burn yeah it is the the sweet this the speed of of bands for sure it's a really great film you know yeah like, i i could watch it any day it is a great film where we want to rescore it at some point that's probably oh, that's awesome. gonna be the next alternate score but also the sets it feels like um we sam and i both ran cross country in uh high school and like honestly the the sets i it gives me the same like like the 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 physical feeling of like having to put my body through it it like feels just ran like a 5k or something it's terrible like i've thrown up like in the middle of a set before and stuff just Mm -hmm. from like and not even from being like not even from drinking or anything just from like yeah. pushing pushing it too far pushing my body too far we played state college last night and it was mm-hmm. um how, i was gonna ask you guys how that was <laughs> it was awesome yeah pennsylvania in state fantastic yeah i'm sorry we're going out there when the like apocalypse happens um, <laughs> no yeah oh man it's like out there yeah, it was weird. It felt like uh like I felt like I was in like a a movie that was like trying to depict like a college house party that came out in like two thousand four. <laughs> That's like the vibe that the that the was house show had. Vibe. Yeah. Well, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. That was your first time at State yeah. College, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Um, so I do want to talk to you guys about your uh James Brown cover with Venus Twins and um I believe her name's Sydney. And someone mm. else, I for, don't know his name. Oh, yeah. but Admiral. Joel Ronson, yeah. the Admiral. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was for Valentine's Day. How did you guys, like, put that together and, like, build that set? Well, so we're, yeah, we're, we're huge James Brown fans. <laughs> I got the, the James Brown bolo. Yeah, bolo. Show, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's like, <clears throat> yeah, I mean... Our music is very inspired by by the James Brown stuff in a lot of ways. I mean, it, people wouldn't necessarily put it together, but in yeah. terms of like 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 structurally and stuff like that, and like energy wise, like I feel like we've always drawn from that. And I feel like we really only like doing covers if we feel like we can do a good take on them. You know, mm-hmm. that's not just like a reproduction. And, uh, yeah, so we were asked to do this Valentine's show with all these other bands uh, to cover love songs. And we were like, <laughs> what's better than some James Brown getting, getting hot and bothered with 
with Brad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we we were like, oh, everyone's gonna go in like the ballad kind of yeah. direction. We were like, we want to do some like super like some like sexy yeah, music. yeah, some sexy music. So we had it between like James Brown and Prince, and we were Ooh. like, and we've always yeah, I mean, we've always wanted to do the James Brown shit and. You know, we've and we've taught we've like uh, we're super tight with uh Venus Twins and mm-hmm. um we've always like talked about like collaborating and shit. So and you know we we knew that they played horns, so it was just a perfect out. choice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Matt Matt from Venus Twins actually played bass with us for a set like a few weeks ago in, oh, cool. in Virginia. Mac Rock. It was very impromptu, yeah. but. Yeah. It's pretty fun. That's so awesome. Um, so you t- talked about like how you guys are so inspired by James Brown. Like, who else are you inspired by for your music? It's a tough one. Stooges, mm. I'd yeah. say. Um, Suicide. Like John Lee Hooker. Mm. Uh. Like the Walker Brothers, mm. um, Abba, um, yeah, shit, like it's all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> and you guys also did a cover set for uh, the White Stripes too. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was awesome, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're huge White Stripes fans. I mean, when when mm. we start, our stuff was kind of White Stripes adjacent like like live at least mm. just because um it's like very minimal like guitar and drum music and basically. they they have a really fluid live set where like the songs mm-hmm. and the songs change a lot mm-hmm. um which we kind of like yeah yeah i mean a lot of our music is very like blues inspired or like blues based like i was saying with like john lee hooker like the stooges i mean stuff like that like very sort of linear kind of format of that kind of music i feel like we've always kind of gravitated towards so and we we over the course of pawns being a thing we've covered so many white stripe song white stripe songs yeah. like individually so it was super easy to just throw mm-hmm. a cover set together because we already knew like how to play half those songs so <laughs> We dressed up for, as uh, Peter Pan for that song. Yeah, Peter Pan, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, where did the name Pons come from? And, like, what does it mean? <laughs> it means uh, the bridge in Latin. It's also a part okay. of the brain. Yeah, like the the, the the Roman emperors or whatever was the, uh, the pontificate. Yeah, yeah. There was two of them. That's awesome. <laughs> um, what yeah. like made you guys decide to pick that as your like name? We want something short, definitely, mm-hmm. and simple. Kind of just stuck. Yeah, yeah. It's like the right amount of like you liked it being kind of cryptic, but not like super like yeah. LOL. Yeah. Isn't this such a random like band name? <laughs> you know. That's kind of annoying when there's like a super forced, like Mm-mm. forced, like tongue in cheek, like song title. Like that was one of my least favorite things of like pop punk was those like super like ironic like song titles. Mm-hmm. 
whack. <laughs> um, so you guys have gone on, I think, like, two tours recently. You had the um, Year of the Pawn, and then your, like, bigger one. Um, yeah, you guys, yeah. what was it? Pawns Worldwide. That was the bigger yes. one, yeah. Pawns Worldwide. You guys played almost every single day for, like, two months. Like, that's insane. <laughs> And you already talked about pushing your body to like your limits. Like how does how did that feel like doing that so often? There's some ways where touring almost feels less intensive because you're just going from point A to point B and when we're playing like during the week like we normally are, there's like you know, like work and uh mm-hmm and all of that so in some ways uh there's like a load taken off like when you're touring and you kind of just get in the zone and it's like just another show yeah yeah totally like honestly once you've played like three consecutive shows i feel like you just sort of get in the rhythm of like playing it because on that tour it was always like for all of us it was honestly the hardest shows, like, physically, were always mm-hmm. the ones, like, right after we had a day or two off, because it's, like, mm-hmm. you're, like, going from, like, doing this extremely physical thing, like, every day to us just, like, laying around for a full day. I feel like it just, like, shocked, like, my body and would make it hard to then, like, be able to, like, play and Yeah. I don't know just important to like get sleep and like actually take care of yourself and not just like party and stay up and yeah i mean that's it's like it was we i I honestly we always like joke about it but we have it's like it almost feels like an athlete like thing like where i have to be like i'm like shit we have like a show today i have to make sure i'm like hydrating like throughout the day like enough and like eating right and like yeah yeah, like not like drinking a ton of alcohol or anything Mm -hmm. you know the Mm -hmm. night before it's like it's rough (laughs) yeah it's a super physical activity like and especially the way you guys move on stage and everything like that can't be easy to do like constantly but you guys like barely ever take breaks too and you did win the most hardworking band in new york so congratulations but um how did that come about that you guys won that it's like um oh my rockness it's like this pretty long running blog i guess like music site thing and they they just like list shows in new york and la and chicago i think something like that (laughs) but um basically they just like keep track of a bunch of shows and then they do this thing at the end of the year where they like tally up like what through all the shows that they like listed what bands played the most and we heard we had like heard about it and knew it was a thing uh sort of but it wasn't like super on our radar but um it was definitely sick when um when it like came out we saw that we won it i mean I knew we were, like, in the, like, I assumed that we, we were being the running for it. Yeah, know, we definitely but, knew that we played a good bit, but yeah. we didn't really, like, mm-hmm. have it, or like Jack was saying. Yeah, I mean, we haven't lived, we haven't even lived in New York for, like, two years, so it's, like, 
there's still so much stuff I don't even know about that's like happening here. So I like part of me kind of assumed it would just be some dude I've like never even heard of who played like a hundred shows or something, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, but we're about to like announce this crazy tour. Um, Ooh. <laughs> up, but it's gonna be like fifty-five shows or something like that. Wow. Um, all, yeah pretty pretty much like all of june and july so yeah or definitely all of june and july and then like a few days into august mm. um but yeah doing like the midwest and deep south and and all that making our rounds yeah getting our yeah. licks in <laughs> that's awesome i'm so excited <laughs> for the announcement um yeah. so with that where you guys are playing all over the place what has been your favorite like area or venue that you've played at so far? I really <laughs> loved playing in Miami. We played at this Caribbean restaurant called Naomi's Garden. And um That place was pretty sick. Yeah, it just has the city. Miami's awesome. Yeah, Miami. Miami's top here. Great. Yeah. People people who shit on Miami are that's super whack. Like I just don't <laughs> I just don't understand that at all you know but miami's great um, my city i would say uh detroit oh yeah detroit's, detroit's pretty awesome or big detroit um fans. yeah michigan also a super underrated state mm. um montreal and it's oh also yeah super sick to play that's we probably always, one of my favorite spots yeah. we always have a good time in montreal yeah for sure yeah. um where do you guys like usually like sleep and stuff when you're like on the road for your tours and stuff? We usually crash with either like one of the bands or like someone mm-hmm. in the area so they can put us up. We definitely try to like uh not pay for something if we can. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we go super cheap on tour. It's like I feel like that's why most of the, like a lot of bands like don't make any money on tours because they're like shelling mm-hmm. out sleeping. But yeah, we always just like we slept on so many floors <laughs> or like we've like yeah couch surfed a lot. Uh, use that. Um, getting a call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, we usually don't pay for um. We usually don't pay for the housing if yeah. we can't. Like on that like big tour last summer, we allotted ourselves like uh, a week uh, worth of uh, of, of like um, hotel nights mm-hmm. throughout like the six weeks or whatever it was. It was sort of just like dispersed it throughout the tour. Have you ever had like an issue with finding somewhere to stay or um not like an issue. We've definitely stayed with some weirdos. Yeah. We've, like been like <laughs> super is like super harrowing experiences. Yeah. But um or some pretty like you know, it's like freezing cold. We have no blankets or pillows. Yeah, just, like, that, floor, yeah, that sucks. Like, yeah. Unprepared. Very unprepared. <laughs> um yeah, we're um bringing an air mattress with us this next yeah, tour. That's a good idea. Definitely. Um, like, there's been weird times where 
like you know we're going we're somewhere random and like the show gets over super late and the person that we're that says that we can crash there they've just like fallen asleep and we just have like no way of getting in contact oh, with yeah, them or anything I like that. that that's like before and then you you know you just have to like scramble and find a motel or something or i mean this is kind of the different. snow thing yeah we, that, we yeah. were driving back from philly one time and it started like blizzarding and then like the bridge just closed by the time we got there yeah we we're like in staten island and like we like go to like the bridge to get into new york and there was just like a dude like waving everyone away <laughs> And we were just like, what? Like, we can't even get into New York right now. And so we just had to find a Staten Island motel. And nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's rough out there. <laughs> you live and uh, you learn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know that that was, like, a thing. I mean, it makes sense, but I was like, yeah, wow. Yeah, think like... about it. But and then it got mm-hmm. me thinking, it's like, if anything happens, like some disaster like we're so fucked like living in new york like so fucked like that was like the first time it really crossed my mind i was like damn this shit's like yeah this is an island this is really an island they could just like fuck these fucking when the super villain comes blows up the bridges yeah and yeah yeah Yeah, i don't know (laughs) but it's definitely kind of terrifying Mm -hmm. um so you guys this is like completely Nothing to do with what we were just talking about, but you guys um, coordinate, like, a lot of your outfits for your um, shows and stuff, and what has been your favorite outfit that you guys have worn at one of your shows? Oh, shit. We have these, like, uh, we've only worn them, like, at very special occasions, but um, we have these, like, skin tone, like, bodysuit things, um, these, like, onesie things, and so we just kind of look like naked like mannequin body kind of um those are pretty great yeah that was probably gonna be my answer too yeah. we've done track suits that's been pretty cool yeah that was like an early ponds like classic <laughs> suits yeah we, we used to wear a lot of checkered stuff like in like the first like year of the band we did yeah um I don't know. Yeah, I mean, at this point, usually we just kind of, like, we don't, I mean, for, like, fo- like for photo shoots and stuff like that, obviously, we'll, like, do all the styling, like, kind of intentionally, but for shows, at least now, we kind of, sometimes we'll all wear the same exact thing, but usually we just kind of go for a general vibe. Mm-hmm. Just talk Are you guys about wore it. those um, skin tone body suits when you won the um, Battle of the Bands like recently? Yeah. I believe <laughs> that was those pictures looked amazing and they were so cool. But like, why did you break your guitar? <laughs> like, did you was that like a special guitar? Well, obviously not. The final stage. Um, yeah. But yeah, we broke so much shit. Like, yeah, we just. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of had to do it. Yeah, it was, like, um, the fourth round of that thing. And we were just trying to do something, like, more, like, kind of up the ante, like, every, mm-hmm. every night of it. Um, so it really did just sort of escalate to that point. That guitar is still at Our Wicked Lady. Yeah, it is. It is. Like, it's oh, wow. theirs. Memorabilia. Yeah, the but, owners took it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the thing. They just bought it off of us, so we ended up, oh. like... 
like the smash guitar because it was apparently the first guitar that had been smashed there which is kind of surprising but um so we didn't even end up losing any money over it but we were just planning like just get the warranty on like a cheap guitar at guitar center and then no matter how much you like fuck it up you can just like take it back and they'll just give you your money back so we were just planning on doing that anyways Mm -hmm. if that wasn't a thing it would be kind of hard to justify but um (laughs) our center doesn't see this yeah yeah (laughs) yeah we'll take our sponsorship away yeah yeah big big music sponsoring us um so you guys also have like very crazy crazy visuals for your um album covers and like music videos and stuff um like what draws you to doing those like crazy like weird visuals and stuff we've always been really into film and image sounding that part of being a band or just outside of a band too but that's definitely been a huge aspect of it like as huge as the music yeah definitely Mm -hmm. I think since the like when we started Pawns, that was sort of like part of like the idea of the band, like anyways, of just being this like very like image like centric um music project sort of. Um yeah, I mean Sam and I have always been really into like making weird like little short films and shit mm-hmm. like that. So it's like I don't know. It's cool to be able to intertwine that with all the music stuff. So yeah, and Jack was like a child actor too. So like we have some uh, some history with all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, totally. It's in the it's in the DNA. And um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. We have a couple of music videos in the um, mm-hmm. in the bank that are gonna be pretty insane. So definitely crazier than anything we have out like currently so i'm very excited for people people to see it it's gonna be pretty pretty fucked but yeah <laughs> Sooner um later they'll be out <laughs> uh what's the story for your um leave me to my work music video because that's like kind of like a little short film and i'm like interested in what the the drinks and everything in the film where <laughs> we had this we had this image of um in this climatic moment of the main character walking into Times square and seeing himself on the billboard in 3d animated smooth form um and that was really the impetus for the whole video I, yeah, it's like it, it came to me in a dream. It was like smooth skin, potion, lab coat, Times Square. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, then you just have to go from there. Yeah, you just you know? got to fill in the blanks. Yeah, once you have the that kind of skeleton, yeah. it kind of just writes itself, you know. As kind of you know you take the shots and you like put it in kind of thing yeah Mm -hmm. and then also yeah we knew that we wanted the scene at the end of sam doing seppuku 
the the the, mm-hmm. honor, the honor killing the yeah. samurai honor death um yeah we knew that had to be part of it too mm-hmm. it was just a it was just yeah, a it was question kinda, of how you know yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then the day that we went to times square it was like the only time i've been there since we moved here and i was like super hungover like like <laughs> the most hungover i've been like pro- like probably the whole time we've lived here as well and i just felt so like nauseated and like awful and we saw i we saw one of the worst like one of the worst things i've like ever seen like there like just this like super harrowing harrowingly like disturbing like person like freaking out it was crazy it was fun it's fucked yeah i love time <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I love Times Square. Yeah, it's doggy dog world. Uh, yeah. Crazy, Not- crazy times. Yeah, yeah. It's awful. Um, yeah. So <laughs> you guys mentioned how you're like really close with Venus twins. Um, how did you end up meeting them? We played together last year and like February or two years ago, I guess now, right? Mm-hmm. in february um, so, no no it was it was last, last year. year yeah um and we're neighbors so. yeah we are neighbors but oh, it was wow. like it was just kind of the thing where like we somehow like knew each other over the internet like when they were in texas and we were still living in vermont and i was like you know, I feel like we get along with these guys. And Definitely. I, yeah, it was kind of funny, uh, but because our music is just like, it's it's not like super similar, but it, it's pretty. We're pretty like adjacent, like in terms of playing. They're like way more like metal, like screamo inspired than we are. <laughs> we don't really Hans is not really like yeah they, any metal influences. They but, do kind of feel like our our, our musical soulmates. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. We but, found yeah. them out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. We discovered them. You yeah, know? discovered them. Yeah, yeah. G- gave them their gave start. Gave them their platform. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They went all to us. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like one day, one day they they better they better be cutting us a, ro- a royalty check. So, but yeah, I don't know. We just sort of like started playing together, hanging out. Made sense. Yeah. Hopefully one day the super group will. The super group is in the plan. Uh, The conversations have happened. The conversations have happened. So closed doors. There's conversations. Agents, managers, lawyers. lawyers. It's all hard. You know, it all gets so so complicated. You know, in the in the industry. Contract. Yeah. (laughs) Dog eat dog world. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So. the stingy boys, you know, it's a it's a frugal, yeah. hard band how to deal with, you know. <laughs> sharks, total shark sharks, yeah. Um, so you guys had like a little interview that's on YouTube, and I watched the whole thing. Um, I forget what his name is, but it seemed like it was right after a show, and you guys were like in a bedroom, and you were getting interviewed. Oh, Mankini. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Mankini. Shout out. Oh. Shout out. Huge shout out, Mankini. Shout out, Douglas. That was such yeah. a fun interview to watch. 
You guys gotta yeah. watch it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, is um, that was at at Hell. The venue was called Hell. It's like a like a grind core bill. But yeah, man, he needs a legend, you know. He was uh we just had to give him a rough time. And, yeah, know. he had to bust his Yeah, puzzle. he was he we had, you, he had to definitely push, did his place a few times for sure, you know. But that's just what happens. We taught him we taught him what happens if he steps out of line. We you know? we knew it's cause only cause he could take it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there was a yeah. lot of talk about Justin Timberlake in that uh interview. Oh, well, was oh there? shit. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I don't, like, really... I don't remember that, but... No. Yeah. But, like... Big JT. It was yeah, mostly all... you, Jack. It was, like, all was... you talking about Justin Timberlake. Oh, it was crazy. Was I talking about the 2020 experience? Was I talking about don't... that? I was probably talking about that. JT? Where, yeah, where I do a bit of 2020 Yeah, you know, it's, like... Suit and tie. No, yeah, suit and tie. No one throws yes. down, like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember eighth grade. We were in eighth grade when that came out, when that album came out. Wow. Fucking fantastic. And, you know, we just passed the 10-year uh, anniversary of uh, of that Blurred Lines. Right. Robin Thicke. Right. Robin Thicke. Yeah. Sounds amazing. <laughs> can't, <laughs> can't forget it. Yeah, it's so good. Thought that out was a soundbite. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're going down. Yeah. <laughs> the internet's going to take you out for that one. <laughs> I am going down. This is the end of the groove. This is yeah, the end. Exactly. exactly. After <laughs> you Robin Thicke. Yeah, yeah. Puts yeah, you can, on the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, been... yeah. But, yeah, JT, see, he's, like, he's, like, better uncancelled Robin Thicke, you know? True. Yeah. 100%. Never even thought about that. Yeah, when you, you know, when you think about it, like, in those terms... Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what's that? Was that strawberry bubble gum? That's JT, right? Oh, that's totally JT. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. My God. <laughs> yeah. I've been known to sit in mirror karaoke. Yeah, JT, if you're if you ever watch this, hit us up. We're trying to get you on a chorus. We're trying to get you on a punch track. Yeah, a fe- little feature. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. I'll send this right to Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. If your agents are you're watching, your manager, yeah. you know bang my line you know you know where to find me we always say we're the new NSYNC yeah mm. you always that's say that that's so true that's true I can see it. <laughs> um so do you guys prefer house shows or venues with like a real stage it's tough because I mean just from like a sound standpoint like playing a real stage especially with how loud the two drums can get, like my guitar can get kind of yeah. like cut in certain house venues. Um, and, but then sometimes the vibes at house shows are just like cool and like that kind of DIY energy. Um, some of our best shows have been house shows for sure. <sighs> That's the thing is like a venue. I feel like it has to be, like, especially in New York, it has to be, like, super, super packed for it to get, like, to get, like, hype mm-hmm. um, and to have, like, a high-energy crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so I feel like I prefer venues if it's, if there are, like, a lot of people there, but also at the same time, especially in New York, it's funny because... 
booking this like summer tour has like made me like realize the disparity like even more but like so many venues we just like don't make as much as we'd make playing mm. a packed house show which unfortunately sort of is part of it you know because we have to pay for like gas and food on tour and stuff like that so yeah. it's it's hard it's it's like you know it is a little bit better other place like in the midwest and stuff like that the venues don't take as big of cuts but i mean here it's like you know we're lucky to walk away with a couple hundred bucks after a show if it, and that's like if it's like sold out you know um if there's like nobody there or even if it's like half full like we're not making it like we, we won't make anything here we had a venue here it was like a relatively well-attended show you know 40 people there mm-hmm. something like that monday night you know in, in manhattan uh we were booking it because our friends were coming through on tour but like you know it's a brutal brutal night to play in manhattan um the venue had the audacity to after the show give us an envelope that had two dollars in it what? Our- <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it was like i was like damn like low-key more offensive than like than like yeah. just not paying us yeah. <laughs> you know that's like horrible i know i'm so sorry okay. we were supposed to make two dollars and fifty cents and they rounded down because they didn't have change it's ridiculous yeah, yeah i know oh just, you know, one of those things it is the way it works here unfortunately yeah um so you guys have played at the haven which is like the biggest venue in philly and i'm like a philly-based podcast so i'm gonna ask you about it but um you sam you did hop on to a disaster artist set randomly Mm. was that that wasn't planned correct not until right before (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh they're kind of just like we're gonna do this song it's this note and i was like all right just killed it (laughs) yeah i like i definitely love impromptu hopping on with Mm -hmm. bands um Mm -hmm. them airs shout out them airs i hopped on with them venus twins hopped on with them shout out program eek oh yeah that was fun um but yeah disaster artists they're good friends um and that was a super fun show we like love playing Mm -hmm. at the hate um super unhinged <laughs> yeah I'll play it's pretty super yeah yeah uh, my first house show was actually you guys um at the haven what? oh yeah. shit and what i bill couldn't was it um it was bristol tooth you guys valandina oh. friend and um china's kitchen yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. i remember i couldn't well, hear like, anything <laughs> yeah yeah it was very loud bill um yeah cheyenne's kitchen was cool too yeah about that. um <laughs> yeah we're playing at the haven again in may i think if all goes according to plan so with venus twins actually so oh geez be, okay <laughs> yeah, that's gonna yeah, be stay tuned. yeah yeah <laughs> that's yeah. insane the, but the Philly house scene is so awesome. Uh, mm. I wish that stuff like that happened in New York. Just, everyone is too close together, you know. I feel like it'd get mm-hmm. shut down. Oh. Definitely. So fast. 
but yeah i love all the places to play there like you know i think the pouch like when we first started playing in philly we were playing at the pouch a bunch and mm-hmm. our homies with all those people um but yeah i really definitely love playing at the haven we played it over yonder a few mm-hmm. that was actually really fun mm-hmm. i'd never been there before um but yeah but also like Philomoka is cool. Um, yeah. Kind of like, seems like a pain in the ass to set something up with or something. That's for like a deposit or something, I heard. To get like a hold. I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's that venue. Did you know that? Wait, what like happened? Dip, you know Diplo? Like the. Yeah. Yeah, he owns <laughs> Philomoka. I figured that out and I my mind was like, Blown. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> like fucking with me at, at the show. They were like, oh yeah, you know, like Diplo owns this venue. And I was like, dude, shut up. Like, no, we stop. Like, fuck. Like, stop trying to like convince me of it. But guess it's true. I don't know. I don't know. Like, Drake owns um three venues in Toronto. We want to play all three. You know, mm, you the holy it. yeah, the holy trinity of Drake of shows. Yeah, you gotta play that. <laughs> Um, so you guys have played with Vundabar, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love Vundabar, so when I figured that out, I was like, no way. That's, like, crazy. But, um, yeah. who else would you guys like to play with, like, eventually? Oh. It's a tough one. <laughs> Rolling Stones. Yeah, Rolling Stones. Before they, uh, before they, before they kick it. Um, Martin yeah. Rev. Mar- yeah, yeah, Martin Rev. Before he kicks it. Um. <laughs> All these old, all these old men, you know. Yeah. Uh, Tom Jones. Oh my God, Tom Jones. Before he kicks it, um, because like all well, any contemporary band, it's like I feel like you can, they can't even be on the list because there, there's time, you know. Yeah, yeah, at some point, you know. But all these aging, aging uh, rock stars, yeah. they're um, top on the list. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably be the three, you know, Drake, Ringo, yeah, Ringo Starr, mm-hmm. yeah, Harry Styles, Harry. If if we open for Harry Styles, that would be or like a Maddie Healy like solo set, mm-hmm. like a like like he just does a DJ set, but we like open the show. Mhm. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> so how do you guys? write your music because um i know like does any of them have like meaning or anything like that behind your songs or do you just make noise (laughs) somewhere in the middle uh Mm -hmm. oh the writing is definitely very like we get in the practice space and figure it out together Mm -hmm. yeah it's that that's like evolved a lot over the years um like at first, it was more of, like, uh, one of us would bring in, like, a idea, like, a pretty, pretty fleshed-out idea, mm. um, and we'd kind of go from there, but now it's a lot more, yeah, I got, I mean, it's still, like, a pretty intentional writing process, but it is a lot more, like, one of us will just come in with, like, a little tiny seed of an idea, and we kind of just like jam it out and, and start from there. Yeah, and it's definitely 
we're very into concept albums and conceptual music so um yeah it's definitely not like nonsense but yeah yeah totally i mean we try to keep the lyrics like really cryptic yeah um yeah we always have like an idea for what we're trying what we want like the song to be about or like a lot like a lot of times we'll start with the song name first before anything else and then like write everything kind of like with that name in mind you know sort of Mm -hmm. striving uh whatever feeling that name evokes that's sort of been the way it's gone a lot but yeah a lot of it is very conceptual, and that sort of guides the music um, in a lot of ways. We just don't ever want to be too on the nose about it, because that's like, mm-hmm. totally, would be totally Not cringy. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so where do you guys record or, or practice your music, mostly? We have a practice space here um, that we share with some other bands. Uh, Venus Twins. Yeah. <laughs> she used that Shout space. Out. Yeah. Hot topic of conversation. Um, We've recorded in like a few different places. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably going to change for the future too. Just yeah. to. Yeah. It's like we. Um, we did uh, everything we're going to come out with in the next like little chunk of time. Um, that was all recorded in Portland, uh, Oregon, but that was like a while ago, like three years ago or something like that. We've been like sitting on the stuff for a while. Um, and then we did just do some recording with uh, Zach from uh, Bar, and that went really well. So it'd be cool to like do that more. Uh, mm. We were talking, talking with him about like potentially doing like a larger a larger project so i don't know we're still trying to feel it that'd be cool um yeah so how did you guys end up playing and like meeting Vundabar? um sort of a roundabout way it was like we were both in this other band called um boys cruise and like that was the sort of like indie kind of surf rock kind of band um and yeah boys cruise was gonna open i just hit i think i just hit brandon up like somehow i i had like follow each other on instagram or something i don't know mm-hmm. but i just like hit brandon up and was like yeah i mean because boys cruise and vundabar were definitely more adjacent than ponds and vundabar are like sound wise but anyways like boys cruise ends up like breaking up and i was like oh shit like before that show was set to happen um so i hit them up and i was like yo so this band isn't like a thing anymore but i am like two out of three of us like are in this other band like called ponds that could do it you know if like you just want to swap us in instead and they're like they're basically just yeah yeah sure whatever and that was like then that show happened in in vermont in october yeah 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 something like that um yeah and then we they hit us up to play 
a couple shows at the Sinclair. Yeah, like their tour return um, last EP, year. Yeah, EP mm-hmm. release. So when then we did, the, yeah, so we did the two nights with them there, just because we like got along. Uh, you know, yeah. they're all super chill and like uh, hit it off pretty pretty quickly. So the match made in heaven, yes. you know, <laughs> as they say. Yeah, and so we're talking about we were just uh, saw Brandon the other night. Actually, it's weird. It's like once you meet someone once, you kind of like run into them. Run into them. Yeah. yeah. That that was like the thing. It was funny. Um, because the first show we played with them, Sydney C- Gish like also played, and then we realized that like we were basically neighbors like in New York. Um, and then like after that show, I just like it was like two months where we just kept running into her like <laughs> like everywhere. And I was, <laughs> this is fucking crazy but yeah but yeah it was um yeah all those dudes were super chill and they were just basically like yo like yeah zach was basically just like i have a recording studio like want to get y'all in and we're like yeah i mean why not so tracked a single um yeah if if it comes out it'll be way down the line way down the line but like <laughs> Yeah, but it was fun. That's awesome. Um, well, we're nearing the end of the uh, interview, but I wanted to ask you guys what your goal and what is next for Pons. World domination. That's exactly what I was going to say. Perfect. Um, yeah, Pons worldwide. Um, Music is imminent. Yeah, definitely. Finally going to release some shit. Got Got some a lot. We got too too many things to announce in like the latter half of May. We're waiting, but we do have some things coming down the coming down the pipe. So I'm just wrapping this tour up or booking mm-hmm. up. So that the first show's in Philly actually on May seventh. So me like May twenty seventh to. August 5th, I think. So we'll be out for a good, <laughs> good time. Got subletters for our rooms. Got the whole thing figured out. Pond's coming to town near you. Yeah, if you live in the Midwest, there's like a great chance where we're playing like four or five like Indiana shows. Like four or five mm-hmm. Ohio. Yeah, Ames, <laughs> Ames, Iowa, South Dakota. We're doing the whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be. Well, I'm so excited to hopefully see you guys again because yeah, if we're back yeah. in Philly, I would love to see you guys again. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, it's gonna be at that like uh, what's that Walmart Beach, Walmart Pier? I don't know. It's like by the river. I have never like I've never been there, but everyone <laughs> always told us we should play there. So it's just like outdoor tin band best <laughs> thing. So it'll be interesting. Hopefully it doesn't get shut down. I don't know if that happens there. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> but I wish you all of the luck. And thank you guys again for doing this. This was really fun. <laughs> um, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but for the listeners, uh, make sure you follow Pons on Instagram and check out all their music that they have already released. And catch them on their tour in the summer if you can. And um, always remember to stay groovy.